What's wrong? What's wrong? Do not try and straighten your way. Oh my god! So today, we have a very, very special episode in honor of none other than our own little co-host here, Miss Christine. Hello. Why, you ask? Why? It's because <laughs> on a very important day in history, today, 21 years ago, she was born. <laughs> I was birthed. I, I, the lab experiment finally paid off. The Petri dish. The Petri dish baby finally came to fruition. A very expensive baby. Happy birthday, Christine. Thank you. Okay. 21's a big one. Yes. For those of you who don't know, which I'm assuming you all do, but in case you don't, when you turn 21, um, that is the day in America where we reside that you can <laughs> legally drink. And I am now 21. So I will be having my first legal drink on the podcast. Yay. Yay. Anyway, today for our episode... It's basically going to be me interviewing Christine, so and our fans can really get to know you maybe a little better yeah. on a more personal level. It's 21 questions with a 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. Type B. Exactly. So you've come prepared. I, I, I did heard. my research. I wrote down a bunch of questions. Um, I think for the first one, I think this is very fitting to start off with is how do you feel about your birthday? Well, Eddie, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, personally, I am not the biggest fan of my birthday. A cloud of depression seems to enter my life about a week beforehand. Um, don't know why. I should probably seek therapy, seek help. Don't, don't know why. For multiple reasons, I think. Yes, but this is one of them. Um, but I I feel pretty neutral about it, I would say. I personally don't like it, but I I think gain some positivity from other people enjoying it. That's good. So would you say you're more or less or about equal excited for this birthday? I'm pretty neutral. Really? <laughs> As I am every year. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now let's dig a little deeper here. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> Actually, on question two. On question two. This one, I think, I'm excited to hear your side of it. Although okay. I, I kind of know it already, but our fans don't. Okay. And this one is, are you a lot like your Zodiac? Explain. And then, oh. it's a two-parter. Explain your main three. Okay. So, I'll start with what my main three are. Um, I have a son in Libra. I'm pretty sure my moon is in Pisces and my rising is in Scorpio. Ooh. So a lot of intensity. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of things. Um, but for me, I have always felt very Libra-ish. I'm like almost at the cutoff between Scorpio and Libra. So I'm on the I think the 20th is two days away from the cutoff, which is the 22nd. Mm -hmm. So um, however, that has never stopped me from, you know, identifying with my Zodiac sign. I don't, like, I don't fully know where I stand with, like, in terms of, like, Zodiac signs and how, like, 
actually rational they are, but I think they're pretty fun. And for yeah. me, I think that they have offered some insight into my own personal life. So I just think, you know what, why not? Like, I would not be friends with somebody because they're like, like, hypothetically, I'm not supposed to get along with Aries because they're my polarity. Yeah. But I actually have a lot of really good friends who are Aries. Well, so it can kind of go both ways, I yeah. think. I think but, with polarities, it can either be, like, you get along really well or you don't You don't know. at all. Yeah. Um, But I did look up some of the personality traits for Libras so we could identify them one oh. by one. I can share one about you. Okay. I already know. Mm-hmm. And it drives me crazy a little bit. One of the traits is of a Libra is indecisiveness. Yes. Christine has That's a pretty this, big one. Like, Christine is the most indecisive person I know. Uh, we were, we, for example, I'll give a quick example and then you could talk. We, um, me and our friend Erin, who you guys all know now because she's been on the podcast multiple times, um... We all went shopping with her to pick out her um, birthday decorations. And we were, like, asking her. We were, like, oh, like, what do you want it to look like? What do you want? And all she kept saying is, I don't really care. Up to you guys. Or I don't want you guys to get something you're not going to use again. And, like, all of these party decorations we're probably never going to use again. Sometimes I just want to shake you and say, make up your mind. But it's the Libra in you that's just very indecisive. Well, the thing is, is I don't know if I'm just indecisive or it's like I, I, I truly just don't have an opinion. I'm like, well, you know, if it's if it's one way or another way, to me it really doesn't matter. But you can't pick, so I think it's indecisive. I guess. I'm just I always said I'm just too, I'm I'm too neutral. <laughs> um, another one of them is that they tend to be very fair people because like the symbol for Libras is the scale. Mm-hmm. So basically if you like it's basically like they see both sides of the argument, which I think kind of ties into the indecisiveness because they can understand how both options could be good. Mm-hmm. But that makes them also very fair people because they're like, well, I, I can see why this you is are a good very choice. Fair. Um they're also super social, which I like to think I'm pretty social. You are. Um, I would agree. And they're very witty, which mm-hmm. I think, I like to think I am very funny. <laughs> Whether anybody agrees with me is a whole nother problem, but I do not care. <laughs> so um, the overall consensus is that is you I'm are very, very Libra. Libra. They're also mm-hmm. super non-confrontational, and I'm oh. super non-confrontational. Part of me almost thinks that's an air sign thing. Maybe. Because... because like, Aquariuses, like, suppress their emotions, and that's yeah. why you wouldn't want to confront them, because you don't even want to address your emotions in the first yeah. place. and I think Geminis are also pretty non-confrontational. Geminis are a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, goodness. Okay. Am I wrong? I mean... You're going to sit here and you're going to tell me that I'm wrong? Aren't we all a mess? Well, yeah, but, like, Geminis are just a different breed. Trump is a Gemini. So is oh. Pence. Oh, Let that there, there it is. Two Geminis running this country. Like, what? what? That's intense. All right. Favorite drink and favorite alcoholic drink? Favorite drink by far is coffee. Mm-hmm. I was, like we, like everybody knows who listens to this podcast, we were in quarantine for three weeks. 
and I haven't gone grocery shopping yet. So I've barely been eating. For the oh week. my god, so you don't have coffee either. No, 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 no. Let me explain. Okay. I have three different types of coffee. <laughs> okay. No food. No food. Just none. coffee. Just coffee. I have my Starbucks K-Cups. I have these, um, like, K-Cups that are compostable, and they're from Hawaii. Mm. And they're, like, Hawaiian coffee. Like, they make the beans. They grow the beans there. And then I have my Chamberlain coffee that I bought for myself, and I bought reusable K-Cups so I can have it. <laughs> and it's – I that's all I have. Yeah. Like, I could starve, and everybody – anybody who's, like, an avid coffee drinker knows you literally could not eat. But as long as you just keep drinking coffee, your you're stomach fine. seems you're fine. Full. Yeah. No, and that's where I'm at right now. Completely. I think during our quarantine, which, by the way, we are officially out of. Thank God. Um, I think one of the few moments that I felt genuine joy was when we would go through the Starbucks drive-thru. That was coffee. genuine, like, very authentic happiness. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, my favorite <clears throat> alcoholic drink, because I'm 21, would be, you know, it's got to be the ride or die. It's it's the White Claw. Mm. She's old reliable, really. You know, she's always there. She's got multiple flavors. She's a good size. You can always, like, you okay, can well, keep track of how much you rephrase. Let me rephrase, because... You have to admit that if you go out to drink somewhere, like a restaurant or a bar, okay. you don't usually order a White Claw. Well, that's true. So if you're in at a restaurant... Of, I was at a restaurant like, right now. Maybe not so much like what you drink at a party or whatever, but a drink you have if you're like, oh, because I really like this. I honestly might get a beer. Mm. Yeah, like maybe... Any a, specific kind? Maybe Spotted Cow is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Coors. Coors is pretty good. Maybe, yeah, I'd probably get a beer. It's also, like, semi-cheap. Like, it's not like you're getting a mixed drink. That's true. Too. I don't know. And not that I would know, but beers do hit different if you're, like, in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's that I, at least that's know. what I've heard. That's why I've, I've read it on the internet somewhere. <laughs> okay. What's your craziest story? Period? Like, mm-hmm. ever? Um, this could be anything. Mmm... So, this was, the story that I thought of was, it was the last day of freshman year, Mm -hmm. and at this time, Addie and I had seen some of our friends, we decided we were going to go out, we see our friends, whatever. I think we started in our dorm room, which is the roommates. Yes. And then eventually we went, I'm pretty sure, to like a few parties. I think. Probably. Knowing us, that is probably what happened. Yeah. And so we went there, and then at some point, our friends tell us, they're like, Christine, we're we're at the library. (laughs) And I'm like, you're at the library? That's odd. Yeah. I'm going to be at the library. What time is this? Because, like, what's the half? This this was about 1 a.m. Yeah, I'd say around 1. So we go to the library, we see our friends, whatever, they're... They're not doing anything either. They're just putzing around. Well, our I remember the library had set up because it was also obviously finals week, the week leading oh, up last to this. Day of school. Um, yeah. So they had set up a like a mental stress release yeah. station, which was literally just Legos, you know, 
Yeah, I think a puzzle maybe. Yeah. And that's what our friends were doing at the library at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. So Annie and I get there, we see our friends, we talk to them a little bit. And because our our university has some religious backgrounds, it's Jesuit, mm-hmm. uh, they have a, a, a big statue of Jesus <laughs> on the cross. And that should be our Instagram post for the week. And, and Addie and I decide it'd be a good idea to try and recreate this photo in front of it and then take a picture of us like this trying to sound, kiss it. This is going to sound, really sound sacrilegious. But I'm Catholic, and I say it's okay. And I'm not super religious, but I have no hard feelings towards God. Okay. Him and I are homies when we want um, to the statue, <laughs> the statue was of him nailed to the cross. <laughs> it was It was his big moment. That was and, his moment. And that's what we recreated. <laughs> yeah. You can see the pictures. Maybe we'll put them on the Instagram. If not, that's going to remain that's our little secret. That's the image That's the image that you have. Um, after this, this, I don't know what we were doing in the library, but I'm pretty sure we were putzing around until about 3 a.m. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just just screwing around. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, okay, well, it's too late to go home now. <clears throat> what are we, What are we going to do? So then we decide, well... It's going to be sunrise soon because this was like towards the beginning of summer. So sunrise was earlier. <clears throat> and um, so we were like, oh, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to well, go wait. to a I, dining hall yeah. on campus. We're Which that was breakfast. when wild was the dining hall was 24-7 also. Both the library and the dining hall were open 24-7 at this time. So we're like, well, where else do you go? when nothing else is open, we were already at the library, so we're like, the dining hall. Yeah, and this dining hall was 24 hours, so we're like, we're going to go here. Mm-hmm. So we go there, and we eat breakfast, because they literally had just put out breakfast, mm-hmm. and um, we ate breakfast there, and then we hung around, and then after that, we, what did we do? Then oh, we went then. out to their, like, study area. And we were hanging out and there. And laid down on their couches, because they have, like, these big couches you can kind of lay out on at the yeah. time, or, like, big cushions or something like yeah. that. So, so we were there. We laid there till we figured it was about time for the sun to be rising. So we crossed the street from this dining hall, and we march our way up the parking garage mm-hmm. at just about sunrise, and we go to the very top, which is, like, open, and then we watch the sunrise. And then the next day, I think running on three hours of sleep, because we can only sleep for a few hours before our parents came to yep, then pack our shit up. And then we moved out. I think we got, I think the I sun think three was hours done sleep. rising at about 6.30, 6.40. So we probably didn't get home till around 7-ish, maybe a little before. And then I think we had to be up at, like, Nine. Because I'm pretty sure we were checking out at like 12 or something like that. We had to pack up everything. Yeah, like my year, we didn't have much packed. Like our stuff was down from like the walls. Like things mm-hmm. were collected, but not packed, packed away. Out. So we had to get up early to pack. And that's what we basically did. Wow. That was a fun night. Yeah, no. That was just a, a monumental night. Mm-hmm. And we also got pictures with the building that's now torn down at our school. We did. And those live on in infamy. When was the last time you remember being really happy? 
Well, <laughs> um, god damn it. <laughs> What's the last good moment you remember I'm having? I'm gonna look at my Snapchat. My oh god. I think the last time that I remember being like super, super excited and super happy was probably in, I think it might have been September ish. And it was. I don't know why. I thought you were about to say in high school. And I was like, oh my God. No, no. <laughs> um, it's probably, I think, in September. And it was when me and my friend Katie and my friend Claudia went to Orange Theory together. And it was like oh. kind of our first activity as like not a whole group, like for me at least. And so like it was just the two of us hanging out. And we had a really good time at Orange Theory and like getting there. And it was just very fun. And. I remember, I, like, obviously before that had had friends that I, like, live with, but I was, like, oh, like, this is cool. Like, I have friends that I can go do stuff with, like, mm-hmm. just one of them, and it would, like, be okay type thing. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. It was really fun, too. I so thought you were going to say that time you skateboarded to the lake. That was not a good time. Oh. <laughs> do you remember what... Hate it here. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the time I ate shit? Yeah, but that I was asked not okay. Fun. No, no, listen. I asked you a question once. I said, When was the last time you remember being carefree and happy? And you had said that time. Yeah, but then I ate shit. <laughs> okay, well. So you wonder why you always wonder why I don't I don't let loose. Because that's what happens <laughs> when I let loose. I I fuck my shit up. I have a scar now. I have a scar now from you that. Do. I've seen it. This one's a little sad. All of these have been fucking sad. And the saddest thing is that I think you'll be able to answer this quicker than you answered the last one. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> that was, when was the last time you cried and why? Um, it was two days ago. It was at 5 a.m. <laughs> I went on it. Well, I had previously been crying in my bed. I couldn't sleep. And then I decided, I was like, I just need to get, get away. Like, I need to, I need to, I felt like I needed to run. Like, oh, I had that type of feeling all the time. So I got in my fucking car and I was initially just going to like turn the music up really loud in my car and just sing in my car and like cry while I was singing. But then I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I need to, I need to run. So I, I put on my, I put my car in reverse. I reversed out of that parking spot and I, I it just drove around for like, 40 minutes just like scream singing i see and and um i must say it was it was rejuvenating in a sense it really was yeah i mean was i miserable as fuck yeah but like it is what it is and i felt really good after that's good it was like 4 a.m you drove to the canadian border i drove to the lake (laughs) should have drove in the lake I I was close. <laughs> I was really close. When every time I've started to notice, every time you're driving, you're like, I know. Wait. I know. Every time I drive with you, I think you bring it up at least once, if not more. You're like, what if I just eh, eh, and then yeah. you kind of like steer off the road. <laughs> um, I know. I said the last time I cried was two days ago, but I actually forgot it was last night. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What happened? I was just in a depression. <laughs> I promise to our fans, we're okay. Yeah, don't worry. I'll be fine, but I think, yeah, two days ago, I, I did do the drive, and that was a lot. I didn't do it. I didn't cry, like, heavy, though. I was just, like, kind of crying. Oh, really? Night. Yeah, I was, like, a little whimper. A whimper. 
But the last time I really cried was like two days ago. The last time I really, really cried, I think, was when um, we were having that housing debacle. Oh, that was a lot. That was more of a stress cry, though, but I cried really hard. Yeah. Well, the one time that I, like, I I have a playlist for when I'm going to, I know it's going to happen. Oh, me too. So there'll I be songs. Yes. Well, my playlist is kind of some of yours and some of mine yeah. and other people's. And, Just um, sad songs. Yeah. And it was... Uh, I found out which one in particular triggers it for me. Oh. Like, there's one that, like, every time I hear the song, I, like, start crying. It's Video Games by Lana Del Rey. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Yeah, because I'm not Lana Stan. Yeah, that's why I was, I was not ready But I do like some that. of her music. But I must say, for her stance, it's getting embarrassing for y'all. Yeah. You need to evaluate. You need to take some time. You need to regroup. I think But me, that song is fire, and it makes me cry every time. Mine is, I have, I have three that always make me emotional. It's like a tie. It's like a, it's like a competition. Like which one will set me off today? Well, I was going to say mine is either video games by Lana, right? Or Heather by Conan Gray. Oh my God. <laughs> mine is either only by RYX, I think it is. Yeah. My main one, I think this is the one that usually does it, is The Wolves mm-hmm. by Bonnie Bear. And then the third one that also always just, it's one of those ones where like I can listen to it, but sometimes if it hits, it hits hard. And that's Heal by mm-hmm. Tom O'Dell. Yes. That um, one is so sad. Anyway. Oh, here's another kind of sad one. God. <laughs> what are you most afraid of about your future? Dying alone. <laughs> Oh, I'm like I'm. Very, I was more thinking near future, like post graduation. Well, I could die tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, so okay. my answer still stands. Okay. I think I have a fear of like I think I don't have a fear of being alone. But I think long term, I'm afraid of being alone. Short term, I think I might be afraid of like failure, like disappointing people who expect something of me. I see. Yes. That sounds like a very Libra answer to me. Thank you. I could be wrong, but... I'm just trying to keep the harmonies, man. <laughs> All right. What are you most excited about your future? Um, and again, I'm talking near future, like post-grad. Okay. Um, probably moving, moving out of the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> moving out of the Midwest. <laughs> no, just kidding. Moving out of the Midwest. I don't... At this point, I don't give a fuck where I am. As long as it's not Wisconsin or New York or nowhere. New York or nowhere. I just need to get out of this bitch. Yeah. I really hate Wisconsin. I really do. Oh yeah, it's I I feel like I love Wisconsin because of the memories I have in Milwaukee. Specific I'm clarifying specifically Milwaukee. Um, but Wisconsin is is but a as touchy far, as far as the people here and honestly it is a pretty state, like Devil's Lake. Devil's Lake is really nice. Okay, but that's the thing. It's like you have to go to places to have, like, be, like, in nature. Not oh, in nature. Oh, no, I like, agree. You know I, I mean? agree. I'm just saying, I think what ruins Wisconsin for me is the Trump supporters. I think what ruins Wisconsin for me is the drivers. Oh, they They're are terrible animals. <laughs> they are not good. Yeah. All right. Next question. What motivates you? And myself, because I want to, <laughs> well, no, you. because like, 
I'm like, okay, I could do all this shit for other people. And then if everybody were to die tomorrow, nothing would fucking matter. And then I would just have to live with the fact that I did everything for everybody. And so the thing that motivates me is myself and what I want for myself and my life. Oh, queen. Okay. When you first answered, I was like, eh. But you, 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 you sold me on the explanation. Good job. Thanks. Then the next question is what inspires you? Probably my aunt, my aunt Sharon. She is just so cool and so independent and really outspoken and like just really seems to like have her head on straight and like be in a really good place. And she's just, she's like the definition of like the cool aunt. Like, Mm. so probably her. What's the most, oh, I already know the answer to this, and I think our listeners probably will too, but I'll ask anyway. What's the most spontaneous thing you've done lately? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it would be that drive at 5 a.m., but. Oh, yeah, actually, that was pretty spontaneous, so probably that. What about before that, though? Before that, a story we haven't heard. Hmm, that's a good question. Maybe getting COVID. <laughs> That was pretty spontaneous, pretty out of the blue. That was very out of the blue, yeah. Yeah. We've decided, me and Christine have been talking, and we've decided that officially 2020 is just trying to kill us. No, you're saying that. I've never said that. Oh, you don't agree with me? I don't want to think that way. Okay, well, I think 2020 is trying to kill me, but we can move on from that. Yeah. That was good. She's not done with her noises. Why was that good? (laughs) Best piece of advice you've received? Um, That's a good question. Um, Who was it from? Okay. I would say probably um, nothing good comes from lies. And my dad told me that. Hmm. So that's why I find lying to be very uncomfortable. And I think like even white lies for me are like kind of a deal breaker. Wow, really? Yeah. Cause like there are white lies that like you tell them and like they really don't affect anybody. But like white lies are like stupid lies where like you didn't have to like lie about it is like annoying. That makes like, sense. This, you know? Mm-hmm. So do you think lies are always bad? No. If you don't even like white lies? No, because I think sometimes, like, white lies are justified. But I think, like, you should always tell the truth if you don't think it'll hurt the other person. Or, like, or even, honestly, sometimes, like, the truth will hurt the other person, but they deserve to know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, like, a judgment call. I think if you don't have to lie, then don't. But if you feel like you should, then, like, it's probably to preserve somebody's feelings. So it, like, makes sense. You know? Yeah. All right. You want to see my renegade? Okay. I don't want to give the whole show away. <laughs> they can't even see you doing it. They can't even see they your can renegade. Hear, they can hear my motions <laughs> and they can hear my narrations. They know me. The listeners. I see. What do you wish you could relive in your lifetime? Um, I wish I could relive in my lifetime. Hmm. Maybe my senior year of high school. It was just a very good year for me. I think I really developed as a person, and I was in a very good place in my life. So probably then, because I feel like everything was right in the Well, actually, Trump was president. But besides <laughs> that, things were right in the world, 
And you know what? That's not even my fault because I couldn't vote yet. So true. That's right. Forgot we couldn't vote. Okay. Good answer. Thanks. All right. Next one. What do you think people automatically assume about you when they look at you? Oh, that's a really good question. I don't yeah. know if I've ever. I don't know if I've ever really thought about it to be honest. Well, you see, the problem is I can't perceive myself through other people's eye holes. I could, I could tell you what I think people assume about you. Sure. When they look at you. This is not based, well, this is a little based off. I think sometimes people can get JoJo Siwa type vibes from me. No. Well, that makes me feel better, but sometimes I think that. No, not at all. I would never I get think that. I could just be overwhelming the only in time, first impressions. Well, I'm not talking about first impressions like talking. I'm talking like someone looks at you. Oh. And their first assumption. So, like, when you're sitting at the desk at the library and someone just shows you their thing, what do they think about you? If they actually were like, huh, let me look at her and think about her. Why is this hottie working at the library? (laughs) (laughs) That was a joke. (laughs) She's going on a spiral. (laughs) We need to wrap this up before she's too far gone. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I don't think people think of me when they, like, normally see me. I mean, honestly, to be fair, most people don't usually think of someone just in passing that they look at, you know? But if I – let's maybe think of an example. Like, if I met someone and we had been talking, and then I was like, this is Christine, and I just showed them a picture of you on the regular day-to-day, what do you think they would think if they looked at that picture? I think they would ask if my glasses were real. <laughs> That's fair. Because I actually get that question a lot. Really? Like, yeah. Do you wear it for the fashion or like can you actually could not see? And I'm like, I'm, I can't. I can't see. But thank you. I guess. <clears throat> it's nice to know that people who would wear glasses for fashion would wear the ones I wear. So I think if I didn't know you and I saw you on a regular day dressed in whatever, I would think, I would probably think, just based off of, like your outfit and your looks, I would probably say you're probably pretty cool and sweet, but maybe also like a little bit nerdy. That's fair. Yeah, because you also have you have like that vintage that vintage style kind of, which makes you cool. But a lot of the time, people who like go thrifting and stuff like that can also be sometimes a little nerdy. I feel like sometimes. Plus, you got like this, have you ever seen you got, like, like small physique and like the big glasses. Have you ever seen um, those TikToks about, <laughs> like, bisexual people, like, what they wear? Mm-hmm. I feel like I relate to that a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Despite being straight. I've been influenced. Yay. <laughs> Heads up, head empty, no thoughts. <laughs> that, was a, that was a weird sound. That was me talking. Yeah, it's a weird sound. The audacity in this room. Um... What do you wish you had more time for? Um, my family. I haven't been home in a really long oh, time. <laughs> and I don't think also we're I don't think we're having like family Thanksgiving this year because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So probably family or family currently. That's really sweet. Thank you. That's a good answer. Thanks. Thank you. Shout to mom and dad. I'm 21. This one could be interesting. 
What's the biggest lie that a guy has told you? Oh. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> Wait. What am I? It's fun. It was really hurtful in the moment. And honestly, really, really shitty of him to say this. But now that we're over it and we've made fun of we're him. We're over it. You and I collectively are. I had, to, I had to heal as well. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're all collectively over him, and we've made fun of him, and <laughs> we've insulted him physically and mentally, <laughs> now we can laugh about this. Because we, we have made our peace. <laughs> yeah. This man told Christine... <laughs> Over text, right? Snapchat, even Oh worse. my god, <laughs> over Snapchat. So not even a text, not even in person. He told her, he said, I really liked you when I first met you. <laughs> but then I got to know you. And now I basically think you're a selfish bitch. <laughs> you combined two stories. Oh, did I? Yes. Because, well, I, because... Okay, the one person that you're thinking of, he um, he told me, he was like, yeah, like, I initially, like, really, really liked you, but then, like, I really got to know you, I just don't think it'll work out. Oh. LOL. <laughs> well, That's the same that person that I was thinking soon. of. That's what I was thinking of when I oh, answered. Okay. And then the other person, he said that... He doesn't understand how I have so many friends because I am so narcissistic and self-centered that he doesn't know how I could get to know anybody. She's a Libra. How is she self-centered? Yeah, really. If anything, <laughs> I'm very middle ground. Also, oh, I'm sorry that I have the appearance of a lot of confidence. That is not my problem that you are insecure. He has reasons to be insecure. Sorry, not my problem. And I can tell you what one of them is. I, <laughs> to my mother and my father, don't worry, I'm okay. This man was just very, these men, plural, were just very hurtful. It's just men in general. Men are just very hurtful. Yeah, they're not and good mom, for your mental health. This is why I don't want a boyfriend. This is the last question I technically have written down. <laughs> How are you really? <laughs> I hate that. Uh, I am. I'm mediocre. I would say I've been worse. However, I don't know what it is. Maybe some of our listeners can relate. But I get the birthday depression. Yeah. Um. And it, like I like I think literally, I think I've cried like the past three days because I'm just depressed. <laughs> um. But they're not, like, heavy, like, really, like, like, nothing is actually wrong. I think it's my mind, like, tricking me into thinking that something is wrong and, like, everybody hates me. I'm like, I just, well, I suck. I think also. But I don't think in reality that's true. Well, I know, I've obviously known Christine for a few of her birthdays. And I just remember the one last year where she had basically a complete mental break. <laughs> and so... I don't know what it is with you, but maybe it's just the fact of getting older or what. But you do tend to get pretty stressed out by your birthday. Yeah, I feel like, well, okay, this is the thing. When you turn 20, when you turn 20, you're like, 
oh my god, it's like a new 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 decade for me, you know, mm-hmm. type thing. And oh, you're that's like, fair. That makes oh sense. my god, that's so scary. Like I'm I'm old now. Yeah. Like there's like even like I used to nanny girls who were I think they were nine and eleven. Mm-hmm. And even between like me and them, there was like a huge generational gap where like they would say things and I'd be like, What the what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um but twenty one in America is such a momentous age that like then you feel really old because you have this whole new like Thing you're able to do yeah I don't know what it is I feel like almost 21 and this you know I think it's very romanticized in college your 21st birthday which is fair as it should be but um to some degree I think also at least in my head that makes it seem more of like you turn 21 and that's like your final like big entrance into adulthood yeah because now you don't have anything else yeah because now like the one thing that you still couldn't do because you were too young you can now do yeah well obviously there's a few exceptions there's other things that have age restrictions but like you know drinking's a pretty big thing and so sure. like now being able to finally like do that legally it like i don't know it feels almost like the final step yeah it feels like i I'm, I'm like almost running out of like youth mm-hmm. because it's like well after this like what else is there to explore there's like really nothing yeah that's fair because like think about it like you're 22nd and you're like 25th like there's no more things that are coming up that are going to be big because of the age itself you know what i mean yeah so you yeah, know it's very i think it's very weird i was like at 20, I had a, I had a mental breakdown because I was like, oh my God, I'm turning 20. I'm old. I'm old as dirt. And then now I'm 21. And now I'm, I, I think if there's something about getting into your twenties, that is really scary. Yeah. And I think it kind of, I think sense. I talked about it in the last episode, how like everything we've been working towards is is gonna come to fruition in a few years yeah and i think the fact that i turned 21 i'm like pretty pretty old like i turned 21 i have my birthday in october mm-hmm. which is like pretty old but all um, in like compared to our friends yeah and so it's like very weird to turn i don't know it's just it's weird it's really weird mm-hmm. and i feel like also because like you know we only have one friend that's well, besides our friend Cynthia, we only have one friend who's in our grade who is turned twenty one. Yeah. So it's like you really kind of feel like you're you're out on the ledge with like three people and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Like this is crazy. That makes type sense. Of thing. I think it's just the, the concept of like growing old and like gaining a lot more. Because like obviously you you gain civil like responsibilities. Like when you turn eighteen you get to vote. When you turn mm-hmm. twenty one you get to drink whatever but um you know obviously the older you get you have a lot more social responsibilities like you're gonna get a job at 22 mm-hmm. which is not like hopefully in yeah. the, in the year. oh my god i'm gonna have a mental break <laughs> it's okay i already cried earlier today because well multiple reasons but you go if the listeners don't know yet we cry a lot <laughs> yeah. um we're just not very stable people you know but, um, I don't know. It's, it's really, 
it's really it's a it's a weird when you it's one of those things that I can't really describe but when you turn 20 and 21 you'll you'll understand it type of thing I mean how did you feel when you turned 20 I was really excited but I think that's because a like I really celebrate my birthday like I always get I'm one of those people who really likes my birthday I think just because like I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm talking about myself or, like, being narcissistic or whatever, but, like, I try not to, like, talk about myself too much throughout the year or, like, make things about me or, like, celebrate me in any way. And so I think my birthday always feels like the one time where I can just, like, truly, like, kind of let go and, like, make it about me if I want to. So I always like my birthday. And then 20, when I turned 20, I was always growing up, I don't know why, um, but growing up, I always just, like, romanticized my 20s and was, like, that's when I'm going to have the time of my life, like, because, you know, when you're, like, 10, you think at 20, you're going to have it all together and it's all going to be perfect, you know? Yeah, I've recently found out that I think once you're 30, employers expect you to have it together, Mm -hmm. which is helpful, but, you know, but still still scary. Still, as a kid, I just always pictured my 20s being, like, oh, you're an adult. Once you turn 20, you're an adult adult. Yeah, for real. And so I think when I, I think I just had that mindset. And so I just, I I enjoyed my birthday. It was fun. That's good. Yeah. Well, I think that's good to enjoy your, I, I, I genuinely find my experience with my birthday to be abnormal. I think people should like their birthdays. It's an exciting day where you get to celebrate you. Mm -hmm. But I, I really, I would love Again, this is why I need a therapist. I would love to know why I don't like my birthday. Well, maybe, too. I know you don't really like all... You like attention, but you don't like all of the attention being on you. And so maybe part of your birthday, too, is you don't like everyone being about you. Yeah. So I think degree, it genuinely... It kind of makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like Because, again, even when we were picking party decorations, you were like... Well, A, very indecisive. But also, B, you were kind of just like, oh, I don't care, whatever you guys want, you know? But I, like, don't care. Like, you're, like, you're reading that as something when it's, like, I, I really just genuinely didn't have much of an opinion. <laughs> I, like, gave you instructions, and, like, from there I trusted you. No, I know you didn't have much of an opinion. The thing is, is that I want you to have an opinion. Well, Addison, I can't grow a sixth toe. Oh, my God. And I can't have an you opinion. You can't grow an opinion. On things that I don't care about enough you know what it could be worse it's better that i have no opinion on party decorations than no opinion in politics oh oh she said it (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna try to phrase this tell me if this doesn't make sense okay what are some questions you want to ask me to answer about you oh okay i understand um okay i'll start with this one's pretty easy okay what was your first impression of me I know the answer I think but I want them to know the answer well I say this every time and Christina always gets mad when I point this out I don't get mad I just get confused this this genuinely is the first thing I noticed about you it was obviously we were moving into our freshman year dorm and Christina's the first roommate I met in person fun fact but um I was, I had gotten there first, and so we were just standing in my room, and then, um, 
that she comes into the room carrying her stuff. She's like clearly very winded, winded. And also, but like, she seemed very happy. Like she was like smiling and just had kind of a lot of energy. And she was wearing white jeans, which is not, I know it's not that weird, but it was just the first thing I noticed about her. And I was like, I remember thinking, these were the three thoughts that ran through my head. The first one was she's wearing white jeans. So she must be at least pretty confident in herself. Cause I personally would never get that from, I would never wear white jeans. But why? Because I just have this immense fear that they will get dirty in some way and it'll just ruin the whole look or something or make me look bad or crazy. Cause maybe like, you know, we're women. So maybe we get our period. And then goes through, you know, or like just plan accordingly. I don't know. White jeans, white pants just make me nervous. Okay. But I, you know, I, since knowing you now, I've been coming around to the idea. White pants are fire as fuck. They do look good. So again, I'm coming around. But the first three thoughts I had was she's wearing white jeans, so she must be at least a little confident. Plus, too, like white jeans isn't necessarily super common to wear. So I feel like if you're wearing something that isn't just black jeans or blue jeans. That, do, that does show that you have some flair. Yeah. And then my second thought was that she was very talkative, very social. Because she was by herself when she came up. But she immediately introduced herself to me and my parents and, like, started a conversation, basically. And um, I was just like, okay, so she's very social. But I did think you seemed nice. So then my final thought was, okay, we're obviously roommates, so we're going to know each other. But I was like, I see us getting along and being friendly and even being friends and like the basics, you know, but I was like, I don't see us being like close friends or best friends or like the kind of friends who hang out together. Eh. <laughs> and here we are with our own podcast. And now we have a podcast. So that's our origin story. Yep. Did I? Okay. I think I know the answer to this, but. Do, did I, and did my involvement in my sorority encourage you to go through your event? Yeah, I think it did. I mean, it definitely wasn't the only thing. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think what really made me think about it was I think, because I rushed sophomore year and Christine rushed freshman year, which I think we've talked about in the mm-hmm. podcast, but just in case, um, I had already been, I had thought about it freshman year, but then again, I kind of had decided, the reason I decided to wait was because A, I wasn't super sure, and B, I was like, well, I have a bunch of friends going through it, so I'll just see what, like, their experiences are with it, and all of you guys, like, loved your sororities, and I remember talking, you talked a lot about it, and then I'd also ask you a lot about it, and it was always good stuff, so I was like, and I also, my sophomore year, I also was like, well, I really want to try to be more involved this year because freshman year, I just kind of like didn't get involved in too much. So for sophomore year, I was like, okay, I want to try to like step out of my comfort zone and like try new things. And I also doubt myself a lot. And so I was also kind of like, oh, I wouldn't be in a sorority because I'm not that type of girl. Like they wouldn't want me kind of thing. So then basically almost to prove myself wrong, I also went through it. But yeah, you were definitely a factor because you – obviously are one of the closest people to me that I know who's in a sorority and you love yours. So hearing you talk about it and seeing the girls that you've met and the opportunities you've had, encourage me. 
If you had to describe my dream man, what would you say it is? Okay, wait. Because I know that we I have need very a, I need clarifying opinions. My, the kind of guy who I wish you'd end up with? No, no, no that you think I would. Oh, okay. I know you tend to be attractive to guys who are a little mean to you. So I guess a guy who can, like, tease and banter with you, but who deep not deep down, but who clearly respects you in front of, like, your friends and family. Uh-huh. Um, I would say probably humor is a big one. You'd have to be very funny. I don't know. You'd have to be – I think he would get along really well with our friend group. Probably also very outgoing like you. So that way it's – I don't know. I'd like to picture you with a guy who, like, challenges you. And, like, this sounds bad, but, like, kind of pisses you off, but pisses you off in a way that it, like – I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and um, I don't know, like a, just like a really good friendship kind of guy. Looks probably like a skateboarder who's just like into music. <laughs> That's the dream, baby. Just think of that type. You you know if you're on TikTok, you know, like yeah, I'm sure you're you're finding some of that. Well, I want to ask the last question. Okay, because I have one last one for you. How drunk are you right now? <laughs> How how drunk am I right now? Well, considering I'm 21 now and it doesn't even matter yeah. how drunk I am because it's all legal, uh, I would say a good 6 out of 10, maybe a 5 out of 10. Okay. Somewhere in the middle. Sounds like I need to give you some more alcohol. No, no. But that is it for our episode, I think. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed, got to know Christine a little more. And you celebrated with me mm-hmm. via this episode. Yeah. So it was fun. Good times. Any other Libras, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. If you're like me and you're turning 21, happy 21st birthday. And be sure to follow us on Instagram. It's the place to be. It's popping. It's serving. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll even show our Jesus photos this week. Yeah. So you're, you're not going to want to miss that. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, our Instagram is at no one asked podcast with periods in between every word. And we will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.